Welcome to the Behind the Service podcast, the show that provides support and advocates for our military caregivers and their families. Hosted by Gold Star spouse and retired Army veteran, Jen Ballou, join Jen each week on Monday mornings for our Caregiver Coaching Corner, where she provides valuable information and tools to support your well-being. Then, tune in every other Tuesday morning for the Military Spouse Perspective, hosted by retired Navy spouse, Becca Hyde, as Becca sits down with changemakers within our military community. Hello, Behind the Service podcast listeners. It's Jen Ballou, and I'm back for another episode of the Caregivers Coaching Corner. We are on the tail end of a series that's talking all about influencers or things that influence your energy. And if you've been following along over the last few weeks, then you've heard me talk about environmental influencers, physical, spiritual, mental. And so we still have emotional influencers and social influencers to um, talk about. And we're going to start to tackle emotional influencers today. This is actually going to end up being a two-part episode just to continue to try to honor this concept or idea of having these episodes around 10 minutes. Sometimes I start to knock on the 15-minute door, but in honor of your time, which in my personal opinion is extremely valuable, we're going to break emotional influencers into two parts. So today um, is part one. And I would just want to start by mentioning that emotional influencers or emotional factors are the way that you think about, express, or maybe even manage emotions, not only in yourself, but also others. It influences your energy and really your overall well-being. And so we're going to spend some time expanding your awareness around emotional influencers. We're going to talk about not only emotional awareness and understanding emotional awareness, but also emotional expression, emotional control, and then creating, because we can create, that's one of my favorite parts about this particular topic area is we can create emotions that fuel well-being. The thing is, most people misunderstand emotions. A lot of times we, I am most certainly included in this um, group of people, we tend to react to and live at the effect of our emotions. And we forget that emotions have a purpose, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. And oftentimes, just nod your head, even though I can't see you, if you can relate to this, but we try to avoid what feels bad instead of paying attention or listening to those emotions and trying to figure out what they're telling us. So even though we have emotions, 
our emotions don't have to have us. I love that. Let me just say that one more time. So even though we have emotions, our emotions don't have to have us. Emotions can be used as a tool to help us understand what's going on in a certain situation. So it can be really beneficial for us to be aware of our emotions, understand them, think about or learn how to express and control our emotions. And like I mentioned earlier, how to create emotions that fuel our well-being. So let's talk a little bit about emotional awareness. Creating emotional awareness can really be something as simple as checking in with yourself to see what's going on inside. And it sounds simple, but I also am well aware that oftentimes it's not that simple because we're just like, go, and we don't even think about just pausing for a moment to check in with yourself. I think you've probably heard me mention a time or two that I am a yoga teacher and one of the many things I love about yoga and meditation is this option to just check in with ourselves. All you have to do, or I shouldn't really say all you have to do, but the way that you can check in with yourself is to ask yourself a few questions. So the first one, again, we're talking about just emotional awareness, being aware of our emotions. Ask yourself, what am I feeling? What am I feeling physically? What emotion am I feeling right now here in this moment? You might even ask yourself, what thoughts am I having that created this emotional response? It's super important to know what physical feelings are associated with the different emotions that you have. So an example might be that you feel like a a lump in your throat or your throat feels really tight when you're angry, let's say. And so feelings like these can really help you be aware about when you're experiencing catabolic energy, which um, we've talked about before, but really just as a reminder, catabolic energy is that type of energy that can be really draining and exhausting. It's not good or bad. It's not right or wrong. Catabolic energy can be helpful in certain situations, but we can't, catabolic energy isn't going to take us through the entire marathon or through life, if you will. Another thing to think about is you might have times where you feel really relaxed and peaceful, or even times when you're excited. It's also possible that you feel maybe like a little bit jittery when you're feeling afraid, but you can also feel jittery when you're excited. And so it's important for you to know what physical feelings accompany certain emotions. And maybe you just taking a few moments to ask yourself or to see what's going on, get curious. It really, it creates awareness about what's going on for you emotionally. Now you have emotions based on how you interpret, excuse me, situations and physical feelings. 
So for example, if you're getting ready to jump off of a diving board into a pool and you're feeling jittery and you're thinking like, man, I can't wait to jump. I'm really excited. That's something to be aware of. But also you might be aware of the fact that you're being watched by people or you're being judged and you still might have that jittery feeling. But in this particular instance, you might be experiencing fear. So it's important to pay attention and know how these different emotions show up for you. You can think of emotions as clues to get you to pay attention to what's happening. So it's almost like you're a detective and you're checking in with yourself throughout the day. Something that might be interesting for you to try is keeping a journal for just a day or so of your emotions and check in with yourself many times throughout the day and then write down what was going on and the emotion that you experienced. This could be a really good way to play that detective role that I just mentioned to begin to understand your different emotions and then maybe ultimately see patterns in your life. Something else I want to mention about emotional awareness is it can be really beneficial to find the trigger for your different emotions. So for example, if you're really, let's just say if you're really afraid, if you're feeling afraid, it might be helpful for you to know what came before that emotion so that you can learn or start to learn what triggers fear for you. And that way you can work to prevent that trigger from affecting you. So the goal isn't to just eliminate fear altogether, but to work to prevent that trigger from affecting you. And again, something that you can do here is keep a trigger journal. These are just suggestions. I love to give different suggestions on ways that you can explore or implement things that I'm talking about in different episodes. You can take them or leave them. Some might work for you, some might not, but they're there for you. So a trigger journal could be a way that you track your emotion. And then after reflecting on it, what triggered that emotion? And you can do this for positive or maybe a better way to say it is feel good emotions as well as painful emotions and just see what you learn by doing that. So that's just a little bit about emotional awareness I want to quickly talk about emotional understanding as well. And everything that we experience has a purpose. So for example, when we experience physical pain, oftentimes it's to create an awareness to take action on something. The purpose of emotional pain could be viewed as the same. Emotions, I've said this before, they're not necessarily good or bad, right or wrong. They're just signals for us to notice and then act upon. And if you take the time to listen to your emotions, then they can help you streamline or fine tune your actions to resonate with power or with truth. Now you can listen to and understand your emotions by asking yourself questions. What can I learn from this emotion? Or maybe what can I what information can I get 
from this emotion. There's something or there's an acronym specific to understanding our emotions that is FLAGS, F-L-A-G-S, FLAGS, that allow you to see how emotions are meant to get your attention. These The FLAGS stand for F, fear, L, love, A, anger, G, guilt, and S, sadness, and grief, but the S is for sadness. So it's really easy to remember these core emotions, flags, by using that acronym. So fear is really born out of self-protection. You fear losing what you value. Love is life's most powerful emotion. And even though some people are hesitant to talk about love, it's everyone's deepest driving force. There's actually no opposite to love. The other emotions all exist to allow you to recognize what love is by comparison. Anger is born out of belief that there's a threat to you or someone that you love. G, guilt helps you decide who you are. That's so powerful. Guilt helps you decide who you are. When you say or you do something that goes against who you want to be or who you think you should be, you feel guilty. And then S, sadness and grief can occur when you've lost something, maybe a person or even a dream or a hope. And sadness can show up as disappointment in yourself or others, maybe a situation. Sadness and grief can remind you to appreciate the gifts of love. So again, these emotional flags are meant to get your attention. So I'm going to close out this first part of emotional influencers by asking you to consider, think about a time in which you've experience any of those emotions that I just mentioned, the flags, the core emotions that are meant to get your attention. It could be fear, love, anger, guilt, or sadness. And then take some time to describe it. You can either just think about it in your mind, maybe you jot it down, and then think about what your emotions were trying to tell you in that instance. So I'm going to pause here. That's part one of Emotional Influencers. I will catch you next week for part two. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, you're curious about maybe me elaborating a little bit more on something that I've talked about today or any of my episodes, please feel free to reach out. You can find me on social media, um, Jennifer Ballou Wellness, Facebook and Instagram. I am on LinkedIn. And then you can also email me, jennifer at jenniferballou.com. Look forward to catching you next week. Have a great day. We're so excited to welcome Consuelo Moore and Wendy Lawson to the Behind the Service podcast team. They'll debut our Resiliency and Resolve blogs on Monday, December the 13th. Join Consuelo and Wendy as they explore relatable and engaging topics of interest to support and advocate for our military families. Be sure to subscribe to our blog channel to support these ladies. Have a great week, guys.